Are you looking to expand your brand this year? Want to make your business stand out above the rest? Well, there's no better way to grow than with your own podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, or a massive company, you need a podcast in 2024. Podcast Plus is an easy and efficient way for you and your brand to join the podcast revolution. There's no better way to position your company as the go-to authority than with a podcast that showcases your industry knowledge, insights, and expertise. The studios at Podcast Plus are state-of-the-art with top-of-the-line production quality. And if you're just starting out, Podcast Plus offers professional script writing, editing magic, and can conceptualize your show, create your cover art, and get you ready to stream on all major platforms. We'll market your podcast as well, showcasing it on radio stations and digital streams across the country. Expand, enhance, and extend your company and brand and reach potential clients and customers 24-7. Find out more at podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. That's podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. Five, four, three, two, one. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. A confirmed attack is taking place against the United States. Aliens from an unknown location have been reported in multiple states. We are controlling transmission. There is another world that awaits, far beyond what we can see and feel. A place that's anything but ordinary. What you believe might not be. Step into the zone of the best unknown. UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracies and cover-ups. And to the paranormal we go. Does it feel, friends, like we might perhaps be on the brink of World War III breaking out? That is a question for you to decide tonight. I mean, only in my dreams would I believe that threats of nuclear weapons, the rise of artificial intelligence, and imminent UFO disclosure was the day and age we live in. But uh, here we are. And in that case, little else really is important, right? Because if it ends, well, it ends. And that's all that there is to say about that. So it does not matter whether there is UFO disclosure if we have nuclear war first. Forget about it. What about if we have uh, an alien war before we have a nuclear war? Perhaps that may stop us from getting to that point. We know that the extraterrestrials certainly have intervened in our nuclear affairs from time to time. That's a topic, though, for another night, and hopefully a night real soon that we'll spend talking about that. But uh, this is the day and age that we live in. I mean, it is 2024. It is going to be another rocky year. There are no indications that it will be anything but a rocky year. And so uh, we're going to get prepared for what is to come tonight on the program. Uh, In case you uh, haven't, well, you may have been living under a rock. If that is the case, uh, let this be a wake-up call tonight. Tensions uh, are absolutely high with talk of war, uh, war involving nuclear weapons 
escalating. There is a lot of talk about that, particularly in the last couple of days uh, to a week. And, of course, we've got uh, a fight along the Texas border, the southern border between the United States and Mexico that is brewing. And so either of these situations could come to a head, and uh, hopefully it's not a nuclear warhead, if you uh, catch my drift. But Russia and China have warned of a cycle of retaliation, as they say, amidst threats from the Biden administration against Iran in retaliation for the drone attack that killed three U.S. soldiers on our base in Jordan near the Syrian border and also wounded dozens of others in the process. Now, Iran has denied responsibility. Beijing and Moscow are defending Iran and have urged uh, the president to show some restraint. Hopefully he can. Biden has stated that the U.S. will respond. I guess it remains to be seen what kind of response the U.S. will uh, will deal. And Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has vowed to take all necessary actions, his words in quotes, to defend our troops. This is, uh, though, not the first time our troops have come under attack over there. In fact, since the uh, war between Israel and Hamas began last October, there have been more than 150 of these attacks targeting U.S. troops in the region, many of these by pro-Iranian militias. It is a, a war that the U.S. has become, of course, more directly involved in, much like we became highly involved in the Russia and Ukraine conflict, and I'm, I'm wondering if we've just got our hands in too many cookie jars, if we've got in too deep, if there is no way out. And because we've got ourselves more directly involved, perhaps this is why we are coming under attack. I have to wonder. Last week, a U.S. warship shot down a missile that was launched at it by Houthi rebels in Yemen. 150 attacks. We're having to shoot down missiles that are flying at our troops. Uh, we're literally under attack. It is, a, it is an incursion, as they say. So the U.S. may feel that they are backed into a corner or not. Whatever the case happens to be, the U.S. may decide that we would like to strike. We would like to uh, defend our honor or somebody else's honor. Uh, And we may, in fact, decide to uh, fight someone else's war or because we got ourselves into that and got ourselves involved. uh, Now we're fighting our own battle. And if we do launch direct strikes, it is possible that that will only, of course, escalate things. Naturally, uh, that would be the reaction. Although, if we do that, Iran may just step up 
its nuclear weapons program, which is already well-developed at this point, uh, we may, again, have bitten off more than we can chew. So it does seem, with everything that is happening, uh, a war breaking out on on all of these fronts. And let's not forget about the China, uh, the China and Taiwan situation. And all the other countries, really, who have uh, we, we've been involved with, uh, particularly over the last couple of years. But some of these conflicts, of course, go uh, far back. Uh, dozens of years, decades, in fact. But it does seem that we are ramping up towards nuclear war or at least flexing our muscles. Uh, Maybe it's just talk. Maybe it's just hype. I don't want to mess around and find out. How about you? But word is that the U.S. plans to station nuclear weapons in the United Kingdom to counter any threats from Russia. Now, this is not the first time that we've positioned our warheads overseas. In fact, uh, thinking that the threat from Russia was over post-Cold War, well, we pulled our warheads out. And now this is the first time that we have housed them there in 15 years. So uh, it is a sign that there is some escalation here. But if not nuclear war, which is a scary enough possibility, what about a civil war? Uh, Certainly, we have been on the brink of civil war many times uh, throughout history. And we've fought a couple of them throughout history. Uh, We may have one actually brewing right within our own borders. I mean, talk about... Uh, another country's citizens immigrating without uh, to our country without following the law. Forget about that. What, what about the battle that is playing out between Governor Greg Abbott and the Biden administration as we speak? Because in Texas, Governor Abbott is defying the federal government, and he's doing so over how he has chosen to handle Uh, An influx of illegal immigrants, particularly under the current administration. These are individuals crossing the southern border from Mexico into Texas. We've seen busloads by the dozens being shipped from Texas to other states. Whether you agree with that or not, uh, you do have to agree that each state, because they are a state, uh, can make their own laws and can choose to deal with situations uh, which may be a tad different than, say, somebody in another state who is uh, of a different political party or a different ideology. You know, we don't, I mean, we have to answer, uh, the states have to answer to the federal government because they, they need the funding, but they really don't have to answer to the federal government uh, if they are, if, if they don't need to rely on the federal government. And certainly what whether you agree with what Greg Abbott is doing, he is dealing with a problem within his own state because he feels that the federal government, i.e. the Border Patrol, is not adequately handling it. So it was this week that the Supreme Court stepped in 
and ruled to allow razor wire that had been put up to stop the immigrants from crossing over uh, in, into the United States from Mexico. The Supreme Court said you can remove that, at least temporarily, while this matter plays out in court. So it's, uh, it's very possible that that could end in a civil war as well, if we are not careful. It may not de- even be a situation uh, in which, well, kind of like a, a nuclear uh, proposition, there is much warning. Certainly there has been a lot of talk, but once you are ready to act, you just act. You don't give a warning. Uh, you, you don't say, we are going to launch in T-, minus. you just do it. You just do it. Uh, you certainly don't telegraph, although uh, we've certainly seen that from uh, uh, several countries. North, North Korea has been doing you know, a lot of that testing over the years, so certainly they have flexed their muscles. They want uh, the rest of the world to know that they have those capabilities. Of course, the U.S. has those capabilities as well. All of this, everything we've outlined so far comes as we go through some of the most intense and dire times according to astrology. The ancient practice that has been around for thousands of years and has roots in various cultures. It suggests that there is a connection between the positions and movements of the planets and stars and also what happens on Earth. In case you haven't noticed what's around you, uh, these are the times that we live in, and here is your sign tonight. I'm Jeremy Scott. The number to join the program tonight is 503-506-0396 in the United States and Canada all night long, 503-506-0396. You can also use Skype to join the program at ITP51, and if you're joining us in our chat room tonight, you can also participate uh, by uh, making yourself uh, seen to the rest of the world through video, which, of course, on the radio side and the podcast side is just going to come in as audio. But uh, that is all on the table for tonight's program. We welcome back to the show tonight Jeff Harmon, who is a second-generation astrologer and spiritual consultant of nearly a half century, and he's going to join our conversation right after this. Into the I'm Jeremy Scott, somewhere between the paranormal and the abnormal. Yes, these are very rocky times, but there may also be light at the end of the tunnel. Join us tonight as we welcome back to the program. He is Jeff Harmon. He is here. He is now. And uh, Jeff, how are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So what Thanks do you for ha- having me back on. Oh, it's always, I'm always glad to have you back here. 
Uh, I, I wish we could do it more often. You heard part of, of the opening, a U.S. under attack, uh, President Biden threatening some sort of retaliation, Russia and China saying, whoa, 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 slow your roll. Uh, Iran saying, we didn't do it. Um, and by the way, the situation down on the Texas border. So perhaps nuclear war and uh, also a possible civil war breaking out. What say you? Well, that's a that's a lot to say back to. Uh, yeah, there's there's we're definitely in some mighty dicey times right now, and I think, you know, any one of these things is a very dangerous scenario. The astrology clearly shows right now that we have clearly probably one of the most dangerous, volatile, and destructive times the United States has ever seen. Period. And why the United States is going through something called. A Pluto return. To give you an idea what that one's about, the Pluto return destroyed the Roman Empire. So empires tend to rise and fall on Pluto aspects and particularly returns. And, um, you know, pe people say, well, Pluto's not a planet anymore. And I always say, well, um, that's not been my experience observing astrology for close to half a century now. I mean, I went and looking back hundreds of years and thousands of years, you can see it. 9-11 happened exactly on a Saturn-Pluto conjunction. I'll never forget, I was in the living room talking to a friend of mine who's an astrologer in Wall Street. And I said, something's going to happen. He says, yeah, I agree. Next day, we watched the towers come down like sparklers from jet fuel. Then COVID broke out. Well, the banks crashed in 2008, precisely when the Saturn-Pluto square happened. And then COVID broke out. Uh, exactly on the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. I mean, it wasn't close. It was right on, absolutely right on. So the United States, you know, when we look at the global effort of what's going on right now, the astrology really mirrors it. And, you know, I, I have to say, forget the politicians. We have forces above, and George Carlin might have been right when he said, you have owners, you know, forget the politicians, you have owners. These are the bankers and the undercurrents that are really pushing and flowing where everything's going. I, I just don't believe presidents run this country and the few that have tried have either gotten shot or had a hell of a bad time running this country because you've got forces. Uh, and again, Wilson sold the country when he had the Federal Reserve Act get approved and come in. And uh, that, that's where we're at. And I think these are the forces that are at play right now. It's a very dangerous time. Very dangerous time. My guest tonight is uh, Jeff Harmon. He is an astrologer, uses actually uh, several different uh, types of astrology in his readings. We'll, uh, we're just getting our conversation underway with him. Much more to come. I'm Jeremy Scott from the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest. 503-506-0396 in the United States and Canada. That's 503-506-0396. Skype at ITP51. We'll have more of our program with Master Astrologer Jeff Harmon right after this. I'm Jeremy Scott. Into the Paranormal.
This is Paranormal News. For the first time, a human has been implanted with Elon Musk's Neuralink chip in his brain. He announced this week that the patient is showing promising neuron spike detection with cells using electrical chemical signals to send information around the brain to the body. This, um, I think, has a very good purpose, uh, which is to cure important diseases um, and ultimately to help secure humanity's Uh, future as a civilization. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration gave the go-ahead last year for the company to proceed with human trials. The brain-computer interface is implanted by a robot in a region of the brain that controls movement. Neuralink intends to enable people to control a computer cursor or keyboard with their thoughts. George Henry, Paranormal News. It is... 90 seconds to midnight. Today's clock setting was was still overshadowed uh, by the war in in Ukraine, uh, but also the war uh, in Gaza. Britain's army chief says the UK public needs to be ready for any future war. Tensions are rising between militants and the U.S. tonight after the White House says three American service members in Jordan were killed in a drone attack. The U.S. is set to station nuclear weapons at a British base that are reportedly three times as powerful as the Hiroshima bomb. Between 2024 and 2026, there will be catastrophe on a global scale, maybe nuclear wars. Is there intelligent life out there? Well, they'd probably be listening to this show. You're in good company. Into the paranormal. Well, if there was an intelligent life out there, we we wouldn't be at this point. Sorry to be so blunt. And if there was intelligent life out there, who's to say that they would even want to uh, engage with us uh, with everything that is going on? Jeff Harmon, astrologer and spiritual consultant, back with us tonight. All right, Jeff, we've got a full segment here to kind of uh, uh, outline everything that you see on the horizon. Um, I mentioned, uh, you know, the whole nuclear war and the civil war uh, situation, uh, but... What else? What other threats are out there? Well, I mean, I, I would say the biggest thing on the radar screen right now that I see is this. You know, I mean, it's very transparent what's happening. When you look at the untold billions that the handlers above Biden have allowed Iran to have. It's very transparent where this is all going. I mean, they basically allowed Iran to pump in so much money through their oil revenues and lifting all the sanctions that now we've had what we've had in Israel. And we've also had what we're having against the U.S. troops and the shipping lanes, everything else. This, in my opinion, is kind of a ruse to kind of get a war going because the BRICS nations are kind of, uh, you could say, amassing on the other side of the USD. And the bankers who run this place, I don't think like that. So this is a very dangerous and very precarious situation. Will we see nuclear quote-unquote war? We could possibly see that. But I think it's more going to be thwarted. I I just don't see any massive nuclear exchange. I personally think the the world is very divinely protection. And when, when you look at 
there's been many commanders who've come forward and said they've literally seen light orbs around installations that had very sophisticated weaponry and nuclear weapons, and it would be dismantled or burned up. They'd be replacing circuit boards afterwards. And there's been actually reports, Admiral Byrd was told this way back in the 50s or late 40s, that if there was ever a massive nuclear exchange, that I believe uh, we would see uh, intervention to stop it. And I think there's secret forces that have protected this earth for eons. And um, that's that's my opinion. But on the flip side of the coin, <clears throat> what we're seeing is the United States, what I mentioned last time, is the Pluto return. This is when nations rise and fall. This is what destroyed the, uh, you know, again, the Roman Empire. See, the, the other thing the United States has been under, and this hasn't happened since before the Civil War. If you look back at history, there was a lot of things that had happened leading up to the Civil War. It was very questionable. And we have a Neptune, opposition Neptune, completing on the United States birth chart. What might you say that is? A total delusion and confusion. This is where people are literally telling us one thing and doing another. Not only are they flooding the border, they're flying people in here through the UN. Not, not are they just coming up through, you know, the, the South America with the maps and all that stuff through Mexico. They're literally bringing them in here in airplanes. There's people flying in all the time. And they're going to very interesting places. I've actually heard for a while now the Maquila Dora has been tun tunneled under into the United States. There is clearly a huge faction of Chinese coming in here. So I believe that what's happening is the people running the Biden administration, because I don't think Biden can find his way in and out of the room. I really don't. He can't even finish a sentence. He's, he's inept. He's, he's, he's an old CNL man. He's barely functional. I don't even think it's him half the time. And the bottom line is they're destroying America right now. I mean, when you look at, I think George Washington said it best. He says, if you want to destroy a country, loot the treasury. Well, they have. I mean, when you shut down the energy sectors, you inflate all costs of good. They don't have a viable replacement for diesel fuel. And Elon Musk's batteries aren't going to do it. And even if they did do it, you'd be sitting in line to charge up these semis. Plus, you're reducing the cost or you're increasing the cost because you're reducing the weight capability of semis. The whole thing doesn't work. I've talked to a lot of truck guys who own you know, trucking companies and people who run this stuff. And they say, this is not viable. Besides that, they got their drivers sitting alongside of the road for hours, charging their stations up at three phase, 450 volt stations. So the whole thing, the whole climate change ruse is an effort to destroy the middle class, not only in the United States, but I believe globally. And why would they do that? Well, they want microchips in your forehead. Elon Musk just test one out on, on um, you know, ailments, which is fine. The, the Neuralink. Truly, the Neuralink, right. They truly want digital currency. They want you to own nothing, just like Klaus Schwab and the rest of the the, uh, the herd says, and um, they they want to break this country so that there's no middle class. There's only stipends from the government. And um, I don't think it's going to work, but I think they're going to give it a hell of a try. This year, this election year is going to be absolutely insane. And I think we potentially have some very powerful energies commencing this April and in September. Those are the two trigger points that I see. There is some other ones in the summer. 
But in April, we have a Mars-Saturn conjunction. Now, that happens every two years. But this is happening next to the moon's north node eclipse point. And it's also happening in a very dangerous place in the United States chart. So we're going to see, I think, a lot of stuff come up. We are one teleprompter high-def news broadcast away from somebody telling us that some atrocity has happened and the cities could burn again. Um, I, I also think the United States has one of the most dangerous energies I've ever seen in its history coming up to sep September. And what that is, these are a fancy word astrologers you'd call called primary directions. This means Saturn by primary direction is going to conjunct the United States Mars. Now, if for anybody who doesn't know astrology, you might say, well, what does that mean? That is violence. That is the, the epitome of violence in astrological language. See, Saturn is always karma and structure. Mars is violence and war. This has never happened on the United States before because it takes 360-something years for these primary directions to go around the, you could say, the, the chart twice in a birth chart. So no one will live that long to see that. But the United States is seeing it for the first time because of where Saturn and Mars were juxtaposition in the birth chart. So it just happens it's happening this September. Now you might say, okay, great. I see some very dangerous and very violent stuff coming at this country. I hope I'm wrong. But the question is, are we going to be the phoenix rising out of the ashes or are we going to be decimated and are the new one world order is going to win? Because I think that's what we've got here. We've got a war between the globalists and the nationalists. That's really where it's at. And uh, I get that this is going to be a really rough road and they're going to cause a lot of trouble. But in the end, it might be where the Phoenix rising out of the ashes. We have some glimmers of hope coming on the horizon in the latter part of 2024 this year into 25 that might just pull us out of the fire. I really think the United States was founded on very divine principles. Anybody with an IQ above room temperature who wants to pick up the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights will quickly come to a deduction that that is a very, very ingeniously and divinely drafted document. Even the Indians were consulted on that, the Iroquois and others. So, you know, whoever ultimately drafted that, of course, we know a lot in history who did. That was an ingenious document because no other country in the world has ever had a document as profound as this one where anyone of any race, creed, religion or designs can have freedom. And these communists have been going out of their way to chop down that tree that is our Constitution and Bill of Rights. And I think you're going to see the people rise up. And I've heard there's a lot of secret uh, factions at the top of the pyramid here, because this is above Washington. You know, I've, I've renamed Washington the District of Criminals because it kind of is in a lot of ways. Not that everybody there is all you know, doing criminal acts, but a lot are. And that's that's as old as the hills for as long as this country's been going on. Corruption's always been around. But it's really become rampant now. And I, I think I'm hearing that there is a, a clash here in the upper echelons. And um, we're really at a point where this country is on the chopping block. There's no question about it. So explain, are there other... And I think the world is. 
are there cycles to this? Because I know we had you know the the, the whole Mayan calendar thing in 2012. Uh, a, a lot of concern with uh, you know 2016 and 2020, and then here we are in 2024. It seems like a four year increments. Maybe that's just uh, how we perceive it. it. May or may not have anything to do with the election cycle, but maybe it does. No, see, you got to look at there are trigger points with aspects and conjunctions that that go along. So, yeah, COVID happened uh, definitely on the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. See, we entered a new era. There's there's a lot of astrologers out there, and they're all going to come up with different things. A lot of people say we're in the Aquarian age. And, you know, if you remember... Back in 2012, I was on Coast to Coast, and George Norrier, where I, we were talking about the Mayan calendar. He says, Jeff, what do you think? I says, I can't see a single thing with the Mayan calendar. I said, I can't see nothing, and nothing really happened. Now, I know a lot of people say we all ascended into light. It doesn't seem like that to me. Take, take a close look at where the world is right now. The propaganda, mind-bending news channels that are going on, what's being infiltrated in our schools. There are parents having their children taken away because they don't agree with what the school's agenda to change their gender is. I mean, this is scary stuff. This is actually kind of way past what anything in, um, you know, 1984 George Orwell's book was when you really examine some of the depths of things that are going on and where they want to take it. So we are clearly seeing things that are off the charts insane right now. But I don't think they're going to fully complete their agenda. I think we're going to see pretty soon the tides begin to turn. I mean, when you look at what's happened with the border, look at how they're infiltrating. Right now, George Soros is pouring money into Texas. Why is he doing that? Well, if they can get Texas, they already got California. Forget having an honest election in California. The voting machines are rigged, folks. Sorry, the tables are tilted. It's the way it is. Um, I hope they can straighten that out. But unless they go paper ballots, forget it. Just crumple up your ballot, throw it in the garbage can, even though it's good to vote. I can tell you, they own this place, in my opinion. And um, hopefully, if we can get paper ballots back, we might actually see an honest election. But they're handing out voting cards to all the illegal immigrants that they're flying in right now. So this is a dangerous time. And clearly, Biden, again, I don't think Biden could make a cup of coffee without screwing it up right now. So he he's clearly not running this country. It is the owners behind that. And this is an agenda that's very been deeply running and uh, it's kind of scary. Eisenhower actually warned about this in the late fifties. He said, he said, watch out for this brewing faction behind the politics who are influenced by some very powerful people in the banking system. He called it the industrial military complex, but I think it's much, much deeper than that. And we're seeing this globally. Look at, we've got Sweden for the first time telling people in over 200 years, there may be conscription. You got to get ready for war. Where is this all coming from? Same thing in Germany again. Italy has its borders being flooded. Europe is being overrun by some really crazy stuff. So this is, a very dangerous time. And I think it's engineered. The, the bankers are very good at this. They fund both sides of the fence. And then when the implosion or explosion happens, they win because uh, they, they fund everything. And we'll uh, have to pause there as we head into break with Jeff Harmon. We'll continue after the commercials and uh, resume our program. JeffHarmon.com is his website. 
These are some rocky times, and we're discussing them tonight. More to come somewhere between paranormal and abnormal. Into the paranormal. Somewhere between the paranormal and the abnormal, I am Jeremy Scott. Our guest tonight is uh, Jeff Harmon. Sounded like uh, you were uh, getting to this uh, the, the point uh, of our conversation where we talk about some sort of uh, global elite. Maybe it's a new world order uh, who comes into play here. Well, I, th- I think that's been going forward for quite a while in in. You know, I mean, we heard George Bush Sr. parroting that phrase way back in the 90s, 35, 40 years ago. And, uh, yeah, no, no question about it. This, this is a, a undercurrent that I think has been brewing for a long, long time. And, you know, a lot of people, I, on your show, I can talk a little more frankly. I can't even do this on my podcast. Why? Uh, because because uh, you're it, under the censorship, censorship of... Oh, you'll uh, get canceled. You'll get canceled. I, I can't even talk like I'm talking. But the astrology shows that all these forces right now are really, really at play. And, you know, when you look at the transparency of what's going on, this is, you know, the Biden administration is just literally taking a wrecking ball to this country. I'm all for free energy and clean air. There's nothing wrong with that, but they don't have a viable replacement. You're not going to do it with batteries and charging stations. They're shutting down all fossil fuel. And I got to tell you that term fossil fuel, it might be a bunch of bunk too. I've talked to a lot of people. I have a lot of clients in different areas. And um, some of these really intelligent scientists have said, oil's not fossil. It's not dinosaur bones and seashells. It is an organic process of the earth. And they're trying to convince us that farting cows and SUVs and diesel trucks are the reason for the weather erratics nature. It's the sun. And uh, I can tell you, and it's also they're painting our skies with chemtrails daily, globally, not just here, everywhere. And this is about weather control. And uh, I might add, uh, most people who sample this stuff say it's not too good to breathe either. So there is clearly, I mean, when you look back at some of the documents that have leaked out, um, it's not too dissimilar to what we hear at Davos. You know, we, you will own nothing and we will control everything. Look, look at Klaus Schwab. He literally says, whoever controls AI will be the ruler of the world. I'm like, I'm, what am I listening to? A James Bond movie here? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. This, it's it's kind of eerie where these people are. There was a podcast. People should go to my web, uh, or to my YouTube channel. It's a um it's, it's Jeff Harmon, astrologer. And you we, we talked about a guy named David Webb. David Webb released a book that's called The Great Taking. It's actually free. The link is on my YouTube channel. And this Mr. David Webb is an interesting guy. He ran a multi-billion dollar uh, uh, hedge fund back in the 90s. Well, there was a, a, an associate of his, you may have heard of, called George Soros. And George Soros was bragging to him 
back then, 30-something years ago, at how powerful these people at the top were. You see, they can do anything. They're so powerful. They, they globally control everything. Who are these people? Well, it's interesting. Clearly, I believe, you know, there is some demonic forces and quite even possible. It's inner played here with some good and bad extraterrestrial stuff. And I, that may sound out there a little bit, but I notice you've got UFOs all over your place. And I have seen so much paranormal stuff in my lifetime. Uh, and, and nobody's going to tell me that uh, we're all alone. So and demonic, of course, uh, this always gets debunked and swept under the carpet by all the news. They report on it. But they'll never acknowledge it. They just report on it. Oh, this happened. Somebody's saying this. Somebody's saying that. You're not going to see an official releasement of this stuff. But I really believe the earth is a divine soul cauldron. And even though you look at all the crazy stuff that's going on, we're really all spiritual beings having a physical experience. That's what I loved about Nadi astrology and, and the ancient techniques of astrology. Because it shows all of us are experiencing energies in what we call time. There is no time, really. Yes, there's time. And I mean, I know we all got the first of the month and the bills and we look in the mirror and every year we're growing older. But really, the celestial mechanics of the earth, which is the rotation of the earth, the cycle around the sun, and even for the flat earthers, I still say it is the celestial mechanics and the moon goes around the earth. And I can tell you, the Earth is a time machine. All right, hold that thought. We we have to pause with a Jeff Harmon as we hit our top of the hour, but we will continue with him somewhere between the paranormal and abnormal. If you think this hour was mind-blowing, just, just wait until you hear what's next. Into the Paranormal. We'll be right back. Scott, you know, there certainly is uh, a lot going on in the world today and uh, perhaps uh, giving you a reason why it is so with Jeff Harmon, astrologer tonight. Uh, Jeff, uh, talking before the break about uh, the celestial mechanics, about uh, Earth really being a, a time machine, uh, about its rotation and about its sun cycles, uh, I'll let you continue to uh, tie this all together for us. Yeah, you know, um, for, you know, we had talked about if you want, I could share a screen and then I could explain for people listening that, you know, if they ever want to go watch your video, they can. But uh, you, you want to see if I can share a screen? I'll show you something that's pretty cool. And then for people listening on the radio, I'll explain it in a way you can kind of relate to what I'm showing. So I'm going to go to share the screen 
And um, what I'm going to do, uh, let me just see, I'm going to share the entire screen. Here we go. And I'm going to drop over. I'm on a Mac here, so I'm going to drop over to a diagram that I really, really like a lot to show people. And you can see here, whatever your uh, concept of divinity, God, or higher power is on this diagram, you can see that's way up above. It's believed our, at the top of the diagram. Our soul is believed to be created right up here. This is way at the top of the multiple trees of life. And this is a dimension, or you could say, set of dimensions called absolute, which really truly is where the divinity of souls is believed to be created. They say there's 49 dimensions and 49 sub-dimensions here. The next worlds down, Briah, is called the waters of creation. There's many believed to be spiritual worlds here. And this stuff is exceedingly vast. It, they, again, claim there's 49 dimensions and 49 sub-dimensions. Many people listening may have heard of a text called the Sefer Yetzirah. That's an Aramaic Hebrew text that actually means the book of formation. So Yetzirah is a strange word in Aramaic and Hebrew that translates to English as formation. This is where the molecular, you could say, constructs of creation are. This is where the black holes, the rotating galaxies, the stars, all the amino acids and the building blocks that are being studied by many quantum and very different uh, physical models. So they claim that it could be 49 parallel universes and 49 subdimensions within that. If we remember Nikola Tesla, many of your physicists today who are quantum physicists, researchers and theorizers say the same thing, that time is really stacked upon one another. In fact, many things may be happening in parallel universes at the same time. This has been theorized by many, many people in movies and TV shows. So, then we get into the final worlds, which is the worlds of Asaya. And this is the real mystery one. This is the so-called astral planes. When we exit these meat suits called bodies, this is where we are believed to matriculate. And there are bays of souls that are believed to be collected. For anyone who can see the screen, I'm actually circling the two lower circles. This is known as the Asaic lower traps of souls. See, when we incarnate, and this is one of the fascinating things about Nadi and Vedic astrology, and I go through this with people in readings, we often end up recycling here until consciousness and the dissipation of karmic elementals leave the auric field of the collection on our souls. And again, there's no time. When you look at the rotation of the earth, the cycle around the sun and the lunations, which is the moon around the earth, if we were to go to a different place, a different planet, even one in the solar system, everything would be different. So our realities are shaped by the lower conscious mind tied to the physical body at first breath. And that's why I don't agree with most astrologers. Everybody runs around and calls you your sun sign. You know, you're a Pisces, you're an Aries. No, you're not. You could line up all the Pisces, all the Aries, and all the sun signs side by side. There ain't a one of them the same, in my opinion, because we're souls having a physical experience. And the astrology shows that it the angelic forces wait to tie us into the body 
at first breath when we exit the womb. And that's when the umbilical cord is cut either shortly before, after, or during. And what's interesting is then we're on our own, right? And we then will grow, we will mature, we will peak, and we will atrophy, and we will die. Just like everything on this planet. I don't care if it's an animal, a tree, it, everything has its cycle of birth, growth, maturity, atrophy, and die. But it doesn't die because the spirit and the soul and the psyche are outside of time. But what's interesting is they talk about the lower conscious mind. We all have this little mark between our nose and our upper lip. That's called the mark of silence to make us forget. And it may form in the womb. It may actually happen when we exit it. But the bottom line is, it knocks us out. Now, many people are clairvoyant. They get glimpses, clairvoyance of past lives. Some people get it through abductions, all different kinds of things. But for the most part, we cannot see all the angels, spirits, and disincarnate souls, which also are known as dead people or ghosts, if you want to call them that, around us. And I think if we could, we might flip our cookies. We wouldn't be able to have a rational existence in this life. Not that we all have rational ones anyhow. We all get a little bit wacky from time to time, right? We all go through our phases and cycles. Well, where am I going with all this discussion? The earth seems to be a place where good and evil truly do play out. And it seems as though, according to the ancient Vedantic Egyptian Chaldean documents, the very ancient stuff, we escape from Alcatraz, so to speak, and liberate out of this place after the conscious dissipation and awareness meet and we join with something known as the spirit. It's kind of a strange word in Hebrew called ruach. It's, it joins then with the upper portion of the lower soul. And that's when we move on quite possibly to many other worlds. And then we start remembering all these incarnations. I think God created time so everything didn't happen at once. That's my opinion. And time, again, is very real in these bodies and in these lifetimes, but it's an illusion. And the spirits and the evil forces want to do anything to keep us from realizing that. And that's why there is an entrapment of the souls here for a period of incarnations. And no one knows how long that is. I certainly don't. And it's very hard to deduce this from any documents, but from all that I've researched and been able to glean studying Nadi and doing Nadi astrology is it seems to happen when we become consciously self-aware. And again, we hear about ascended masters. We hear about, you know, various different saints and prophets and rabbis and yogis who've achieved these states of enlightenment. And I think it's far, far beyond what secular society and certainly the religions teach, you know, if the religions failed anywhere, it certainly was in that area because, you know, you're all sinners and you're all going to hell it just doesn't cut it, does it? And uh, so this is a really cool diagram. And I'm actually showing you this one on the screen. This is a picture of the earth and the sun, of course, and the eclipse points known as Rahu and Ketu. And this goes back to the ancient legend. In the Western Bible, there's a legend about a demon, Nama. 
And this kind of gets into the pre-Adam story and the Adam and Eve type stories. There was a demon that was supposed to be with the first created human and refused to do it. And it's interesting because this also fits the same legend in the Vedantic and in the Tibetan lore. And that is a demon snuck in and it was cut in half. The head became the North Node or the head of the dragon. Here's your dragon legend that we hear throughout time. And the tail became the moon South Node. These are eclipse points. And boy, I'll tell you something, they're very interesting to study in a person's birth chart. I do this all the time in readings where if you have K2, the moon south node joining Saturn at the same time as the north node meets up with the karmic planet Jupiter, you are going to, uh, or I should say the, the blessing planet Jupiter, you're likely to exit the physical plane under certain conditions we call death. And um, very fascinating stuff. This is a soul cauldron where time plays out. And we that's why AI will never be like all of us. AI will outsmart us all in logic, for sure. But it will never have a spirit psyche and soul. I always love the movie Terminator 2, where Arnold Schwarzenegger, at the end of Terminator 2, and James Cameron wrote that script, Ingenious, where he literally said to John Connor, he says, I know now why you cry. And I could never do that. So now I have to go away. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. That's that's really an ingenious thing. And I think the the human race is about ready to broach that whole situation a lot sooner than we think. Um, we are right on the precipice, I think, of, um, you know, the uh, the world seeing uh, Terminator-like device. I hear the, the military has such advanced stuff right now in the black ops stuff way beyond. And they've been experimenting with genetics, DNA, all kinds of stuff that is far. Then uh, why are far. they being attacked? Are, is it not ready for the, for the battlefield or what? Well, I don't know that they deploy it. You got to remember that what we hear on the mind control news is what they spoon feed us. You know, I mean, all these teleprompter readers report what they're told to report. They get a story, they report on it. So a lot of things happen on this world that we hear nothing about. It's hush-hush. You know, I mean, there, there's stuff that goes on all over the place that, again, it's either thwarted. Uh, a lot of people are having you know, uh, extraterrestrial experiences that never make the news. It's, it's treated like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory, all this stuff. So, you know, look at the Tartarian stuff. I mean, Tartarian information is stunning where there's all kinds of evidence that the world fairs that happened in the early part of last century where free energy was everywhere. Tesla technology was stunning. That's all thwarted. You don't hear a word about that. If you take a history book from the 1800s and compared it to today, you'd be, your jaw would drop. There's stuff that they don't even allow in anymore. I think it was the Rothschilds that took good care of that one and the Rockefellers. They came in and reshaped the education system. It's it's really mind control. And we've got, not that there isn't some good things in education, but it's been systematically shaped and directed where they want it to go. And uh, that might sound conspiratorial, but... Go find some old textbooks if you can find them. And uh, look at look what they did at Rife. They, they burned his books and threw him in prison. He was getting cure rates on cancer that were 90-plus percent on people who were pronounced dead. You know, pronounced, being right. pronounced dead. Right. So this is, you know, nothing new. 
we got to take a break. We'll continue our conversation with Jeff Harmon. He is an astrologer. JeffHarmon.com, his website. You can join us if you have a, a – we, we got one reading. Somebody wants to know what exactly is in their uh, astrological future, and we'll do that with Jeff Harmon when we continue right after this. Into the paranormal. Somewhere between the paranormal and abnormal, 503-506-0396 in the United States and Canada. That's 503-506-0396. You can also join us on Skype at ITP51. Our guest is Jeff Harmon. He is an astrologer. His website, jeffharmon.com. All right, Jeff, you do these uh, readings, right, uh, for individuals and uh, for groups uh, primarily online. Is is that correct? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I always never call it predicting the future because it's not. It's looking at probable outcomes based on certain states of where people are at. In other words, their trajectory. Most people stay in the modalities they're in so it's called interrogation astrology it's absolutely amazing it it reflects the probable outcomes surrounding given situations so that is one thing on air that i can do i can look at questions yeah but um these things again are reflective for the energies that are around them. I mean, a lot of people call it predicting the future, but it's actually not. It's it's really a reflective consciousness. That's very interesting. I've worked with forensics and police stuff. I've worked on all kinds of things, lost items. You can even look at uh, medical astrology with it, even though I can't practice medicine, but it's quite amazing. Finding lost objects, money, people, things, um, business questions I get a lot from people in industry. Um, it's 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 a really formidable tool. It's very ancient. It probably easily goes back three four hundred BC at, that we know of, and I think it's much older than that. But it's literally not your birth chart. It's literally posing a question. It's almost like a psychic reading in a way, but it's reading the heavens at the time someone poses a question, which is very very interesting. I'm still mystified at how accurate it is. It's it's pretty well. So when someone comes to you and uh, and and they are interested, what what do they need to provide to you? Well, the first thing, if I'm doing a reading, I want their birth chart information. So, I mean, I'm doing this stuff almost every day where I'll look at someone's birth chart. You take the birth time, the location, the month, the year, of course, and the exact moment in time. I usually like to rectify it right to the second if I can get it. And you can see the cycles that have initiated from birth. And it's interesting because the earth is a time machine. The next hundred days after all of us are born actually equals the next hundred years if we live that long. So it's like a clock winding up for each individual and playing itself back out. Now people say, how could that be? Well, we're all born at different locations on the earth. Then the celestial imprint is exceedingly complex. You know, people think it's just their sun signs. You got fixed stars, out in deep space, that is stunningly 
uh, uh, influential on the soul. And those change in seconds sometimes. So when you really look at the depth of the ancient types of astrology, they're far greater. So I get all the birth information and I look at person cycles. I also do location astrology, which is amazing. If you move from where you were born, you're going to find you have cycles and the energy totally changes. And another thing I look at, too, is also your progressions and transits. And I look at which gemstones can enhance your energy. And those are quite profound. I've been doing this a very long time. And I have found I make talismans for people out of very precious, untreated gems. I provide the gems. And it's all on my website, jeffharmon.com. And it's amazing. I've had so many people. I've done wedding rings. I've done pendants for people. And so many people have come back and said, wow, you know, I can really feel a shift. And that's because the gems must be absolutely untreated and natural. And I set them at a good astrological time to your birth chart. And then there's a charging procedure you do with some prayers over it that's really powerful. All right, we'll really go cool through stuff. more of that when we come back. Uh, George Henry standing by with Paranormal News Stations along the way have the, their national news as well. And we'll come back in just a few moments with Jeff Harmon. I'm Jeremy Scott. Into the Paranormal. This is Paranormal News. Mystery still surrounds the first interstellar object on Earth. Scientists attempting to prove that a meteor from another star system crashed into Earth in 2014 ran into government stonewalling. Motherboard acquired emails from Los Alamos National Lab through the Freedom of Information Act showing that employees had their hands tied because of a struggle between balancing secrecy and science. A research paper in 2019 by Harvard astrophysicists Avi Loeb and Amir Siraj was delayed because the government was keeping classified data under wraps that would have helped prove their findings. Then in 2022, U.S. Space Command issued a statement that said with, quote, 99.99% confidence, end quote, debris found in the South Pacific Ocean came from somewhere else. George Henry, Paranormal News. What's really the truth? Into the paranormal, separating fact from fiction. I am Jeremy Scott. He is Jeff Harmon. We're going somewhere between the paranormal and the abnormal tonight. 503-506-0396 in the United States and Canada. That's 503-506-0396, jeffharman.com, his website. And uh, uh, you were talking about some of the procedures uh, that you go through as you get ready to do uh, readings for individuals. Yeah, I I spend uh, quite a bit of time before I prepare a whole list of things. And, you know, I spent many years looking at the cycle. See, Vedic astrology its real name is called Jyotisha. It means the science of the light of the soul. It's sufficiently different than Western astrology. It really shows the energies that are in the life's path 
and the karmic reasons that we were born. You know, now many of the religions have demonized astrology. And, oh, it's the work of the devil, right? And actually, what I like about the older uh, uh, astrology is really astronomy that's interconnected on the soul. And it actually proves divinity, proves that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, and it proves that there are angelic forces. One of the oldest texts extent that we know of is an ancient, ancient Aramaic Hebrew book known as the Book of Ratziel. Now, it's called the Sefer Ratziel. Ratziel, many people may have heard of that. That's the archangel Ratziel, known as the Sephira on the Tree of Life, of Hokmah. What does Hokmah mean? Wisdom, wisdom of the soul. And it really seems, again, I always say God created time, so everything wouldn't happen at once. And this is a place where we come, Earth, they claim, may be one of 300 different types of planets, very similar to this one. And once you get back into the older scriptures and many books that have been eliminated by our fine bearded men in Rome who were murdering each other for the first few hundred years. Um, they translated a lot of the Vulgate translations and I think it really lost a lot of the secret codes that are still in the Hebrew book. Now many people know that it's the Torah or the Old Testament but when you get into this old stuff even the Psalms which were later incorporated in the center of the Bible. Some of the Psalms may be up to 4,000 years old. And when you get into the cryptology that's embedded into this stuff, and, and again, this is not my knowledge. This is absolutely, I can show it to you. There are angels embedded in the Aramaic and Hebrew in codes and in ciphers inside of this stuff. Well, there's actually a guardian angel that can be extracted. I put this on pendants for people from your birth chart. And this is really bizarre stuff. The Eastern horizon from where you're born, you can literally take the inner seven planets up to Saturn, which is the planet of karma, and take that letter of each of the Aramaic Hebrew alphabet where those planets reside in the 360 degree circumference of your birth chart. And I extract the name of the guardian angel. What's interesting is through a process called numerology, also known as gematria and tamira, you can look into the codes that match the numerology in various points in the Bible and in the Psalms. This is really deep stuff. And, you know, again, the, the book of Enoch is just a look-see. You look at the Nag Hammadi Library, the Dead Sea Scrolls. These are just a few, Book of Thomas. That is such fascinating stuff. The Vedantic literature as well, like the Rig Veda, the Upanishads. These are all very ancient coded texts that were in Tamil and Sanskrit and Dravidian. Deep, deep, deep stuff, way beyond what anyone today could fully decode. And it clearly shows that the earth, as crazy as it gets, and all the wars and all the insanity we see, is really a place where spirit becomes manifest. And there's a much more of a sacredness to this planet than I think it gets credit for. I mean, again... Go kick your car sometime and see if it heals like you do. You know, the, the human body and the body of animals and plants, they're miraculous. They are literally spirit imbued into the physicality of form. Look at DNA. DNA might just be a two-way resonant you could say, data stream that is interacting not only with the soul, 
<clears throat> but the soul through the celestial matrix of astrology, how we say, forget Trinity, New, and Morpheus, we may truly be in the matrix of the soul. And um, it, it's really manifest in Vedic astrology. So I, I love going into this stuff. And I, there's a lot of things I look at in readings before I get going that I write out and cycles that people are going through. And it's very fascinating because Saturn is the planet that I call as the karmic gunny sack. We're all dragging around from lifetime to lifetime. And when you watch the cycles of that, which takes about 29 years, 20 and a half, 29 years to go around the chart. Absolutely staggering the effects that that has. And uh, we're all going to get it differently because, you know, a lot of skeptics have said, well, yeah, but what about two people born at the same time? Were they born at the exact same second? And if they were, are they in the exact same longitude and latitude or they were? Not too often. Even twins are born some finite time of separation. And yes, they'll have similar energies, but the journey of that soul is going to be different than the one that has a similar birth chart. So it's really fascinating stuff. And you can only get to this level of detail when you start getting into the celestial mechanics of Nadi and Vedic astrology and some of the ancient traditional Egyptian and medieval astrology. Very interesting stuff. The Greeks, too, had a lot going on there with this stuff. It was astronomy. It clearly, clearly was. And this got demonized by the religions. And... Um, you know, there's there's uh, a lot of interesting contradiction to that as you go back in history. I mean, look at uh, the Pope in Rome takes a bath in a bathtub surrounded by the Zodiac. You know, so um, and, and the stuff they've th chucked in the bottom of the Vatican is quite interesting. So it's a political tool. That's really what it is, in my opinion. Can you do this without the time that someone was born? Well, yeah, you can, but see, there's where you drop back to interrogation astrology. Now, many people listening might know that as horrorary astrology. There's, we just did a YouTube podcast about that a couple episodes ago. Really cool. If people want to go listen to it, it kind of gets into it. It is you don't need your birth time. See, this proves the universe is an interactive consciousness. See, and it is because when someone asks a question, they don't need their birth chart. If you're using interrogation astrology, in India, they call it prashna. In the West here, a lot of people call it the Latinized term called horary. You cast a chart for the moment in time. And the Eastern horizon represents the person asking the question. And you look at the 12 houses around the chart to see what they're asking about. Now, if they're asking about where's my cat, well, that's the sixth house, see? Each house, each terrestrial division rules an area of life. If they're asking about career, their boss, that's the 10th house. If they're asking about health, it's the sixth. See, if they're asking about their brother, it's the third. If they're asking about their wife or the husband, it's the seventh. See, if they're asking about luck and opportunity or if I invest this or where's my money, you look at the second. So it's literally a geometric game of seeing, like your perfect example. I, I uh, use this example on the podcast. I had someone lose some very expensive gems and she was freaking out. I said, oh my God, I can't replace these things. And I said, don't worry, they're going to come back. How could that be? You know, they're lost in a 22 unit apartment complex. I said, don't worry, the chart says they're going to come back. Sure enough, a month and a half later, somebody wow. found it embedded up in a, in, a, in a dryer and it was returned to her. Word place to find it? Just a tad? 
What's that? I'm saying that's a weird place to find it, just a tad. Well, just a tad. Sure. And I've had so many examples where missing persons, you know, the person's missing. Will they come back or are they alive? And um, it's very fascinating stuff. You you, you look at this, you say, well, how could this possibly be? Well, it proves, again, the universe is an interactive consciousness. And this is not my innovation. You can go back thousands of years. And I have many texts that show this stuff. And uh, really interesting. Check out my YouTube channel. Again, Jeff Harmon, astrologer. And we talk a lot about this stuff all the time. Every Friday, we're releasing an episode. And you can go back and listen to other ones. But truly, how can that be? You know, how could that be? Um, you know, and it's it's because where our consciousness is literally interacting with the universe and you know many skeptics say well how can that be you know but it is it's it's quite amazing even electional astrology was used by the forefathers of this country at the time that they um, laid the cornerstone of the foundation they were very aware benjamin franklin used to say no one would commence an important act or coronation without first looking at the celestial energies and i've tracked a lot of coronations of presidents and uh, boy, they've fit the presidency. Uh, Biden's was atrocious, and it's been atrocious. Even if the mind control news tells you it hasn't, it has been. And he was sworn in when a Sun-Saturn uh, conjunction was happening. And it's interesting because that perfected just about two years in. And his presidency was in the sewer about two years in. And the lunar aspects, too. There was a prime minister who was admitted, um, I, I forget her name, but um, if everyone remembers, she resigned. She was sworn in and went a short time and resigned. And she was sworn in during Mercury retrograde, and it was making very hard aspects. Amazing. I've, I've looked at, I do a lot of wedding elections, which is picking an auspicious time to get married. Or sell real estate. Um, these are called elections, which you're actually planning to commence an act on a good time. Absolutely Amazing. We've seen real estate sell really fast when it's put on the market at a good time. And when it's put on at a bad time, it sits there and like paint drying and doesn't sell. So very interesting stuff, how the celestial energies interact with our lives. And we all go through phases and cycles that are constantly changing. Always. All right, we're going to try one of these because it got sent to us by direct message. I don't know if we have enough information for, for Jeff to go on. Jeff, what do you need? Question. Uh, they said their birth year is 1977, and they've been going through uh, some some health issues and also uh, oh. relationship issues. And uh, I have a name and a, and a, and a sign uh, and that's yeah. all I have. Well, yeah, you can't go by sun signs. If they have their month, day, year, and time of birth, and state and city where they're born, okay, then I can do that. We have, but, June but if not, just ask the question. We have June second of of nineteen seventy seven. Okay, hang on. So that's six two one nine seven seven. Your Elvis died. Okay, and what um, what state. time? I don't know the well, time. What time? They don't know the time. Okay. Well, we can look at something. Yeah, the time is very important to know. Okay. So, uh, where, 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 what was the city and state? Uh, Washougal, Washington. Washuba. Washougal. W A S. 
H O U G A L W A S H O U G A L and uh, that's Washington. Okay, well that's enough to at least see some stuff. What's the person's name? Just so I can put a first name to this. Josh. Josh. Okay. So, um, all right. So, and we're going to do this two ways. We'll look at Josh's, you know, general birth time because we don't have the time, so we're not going to get an ascendant. Yeah, we only have one minute to break, so so give us the first part of this. Oh, oh my God, you're not giving me much time, buddy. Well, then I'm going to use interrogation. Well, we could do. So we can he's do saying more after help the break. Us. We we can do more after yeah, the break. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one minute. You're not going to do much here. Let me just see here. Uh, let me just see. Uh huh. Well, uh, right off the bat, he's had moon. The moon being squared by Neptune. I don't care what time he's born, he's going to have that. That's a tough one. That emotionally can skew the endocrine system. It can also be very challenging emotionally. So, um, yeah, he's actually in that right now. It just separated. So these are outer planet transits. He's also, and I'm just taking a quickie car wash look here. Uh, he's got Uranus transiting Mercury. So he's also got some really innovative uh, ideas okay. and things that have been around. We're here. at the minute. We'll take a break. Come back with Jeff Harmon. I'm Jeremy Scott. Here's your sign tonight. Somewhere between the paranormal and abnormal. Into the paranormal. Jeremy Scott, our final few moments of the evening tonight with Jeff Harmon, astrologer, his website, Jeff Harmon, H-A-R-M-A-N.com. Now, this is complex stuff. It's not just stuff that can can be done uh, really on the fly. Although Jeff's really good. He's been doing it a long time, almost uh, 50 years. So uh, he's had the break uh, to maybe uh, run the charts some more. And if there's anything you have to say for uh, for Josh in Washougal, Washington, um, we'll do that. Otherwise, uh, we'll move on. It shows he should. He's got some lymph issues, according to the chart. It's probably I don't know what he he never said what the ailment was, but I would tell him like lymph nodes. Yeah, lymph nodes and also the lymph in the body is really good to cleanse. Deep breathing can do that. He could so- certainly see wait, a doctor as wait. well. Uh, inversion tables, reflexology. Uh, what did he say was his issue? So here's weird. I hadn't talked to him in uh, months, but I hmm. but uh, I, I called him tonight before the show because I had some well, time to spare, a friend of mine, and uh, he sure. said he's been he's been sick for the last hmm. three weeks or so. Yeah, it shows that the, the lymph system the toxic. Yeah, well, and that's right. The lymph nodes and all that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's always good to see a doctor. Allopathic doctors are really good at their science. My only problem with them is it's always pharmaceuticals and surgeries, which sometimes can be the answer. And their, their science is very good. But, you know, he might want to look at, you know, getting some checks. But I would tell him clearly... You know, detox the blood and the liver. And there's a lot of ways to do that. He can talk to a naturopathic doctor. Reflexology is amazing. Um, you know, things like uh, burdock root tea. You got to be careful because if you're on any medications, you can't combine herbs and such with pharmaceuticals. But 
you know, the, the lymph nodes can be cleansed using reflexology. You can actually get a foot chart. And by the way, I talk about this on my YouTube channel. You can see where we got into medical astrology on a way previous episode. Really some cool stuff in there. People can watch on that. Uh, that refers to how you can yourself buy really inexpensive machines and amazing what you can do. I always tell the story about my grandmother who had her kidneys failing in 1982. She was 75 years old. She lived to be 102 and the doctors wanted to cut out her kidneys at 75. She lived to be 102 and never had kidney failure. And we, we cured it by reflexology and herbs. So amazing stuff. And uh, yeah, it shows he's got some weird kind of undiagnosable things here. And it shows the lymph and the blood really kind of show up here so uh he'd, he'd do well to you know you know again get it looked at and then also find some ways to to cleanse the body um oregano oil is stunning <coughs> with with huh. olive leaf extract amazing stuff jeff oh, you've, yeah. been, uh, you've been saying you know this is going to be a phoenix rising from the ashes sort of scenario uh, and in our final two minutes uh, tell us why i mean this is going to be a rocky year but but after we get through the election and maybe maybe well, next year things will turn around? Uh, I am hoping so. You know, there was just a bunch of illegal immigrants that beat the heck out of some police officers in Times Square in New York. It's all over the news tonight. And this is what I'm afraid of, is that I really believe the U.N. and some of the, the powers that be have been shipping people into here. We could see some very dangerous uprising and crime throughout this year and it only takes a small event to allow it to be happening look what happened in 220 with well, all those riots and everything so this you know it takes one mind control news broadcast to fire it off and i can tell you these people are on bail after beating up police officers it's crazy so what I think is going to happen is we're going to see a lot of violence and dissension in this country what seems to turn is as we get out of this election year, and believe me, uh, you know, I know a lot of people hate Trump. I don't want to get political here. A lot of people love Trump. But I can tell you they're going to hammer on that man so hard because they do not want him in the White House. And this whole Biden thing is absolutely insanity. So it's going to be interesting where it goes. The reason I see the Phoenix rising out of the ashes is because the United States finally has some good energies releasing and moving in a much better pattern. Um, listen to my webs, um, to my uh, YouTube channel because we talk about these specific cycles in almost every episode. So um, you can find that, that from JeffHarmon.com, and we've also got a link in the episode page for this show at ParabnormalRadio.com. Yeah. Jeff, thanks for coming on Thank as you. always. Thanks for having me. You bet. Take care, my friend. Jeff Harmon. I'm Jeremy Scott. Until tomorrow night, we'll talk then. Good night and God bless.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.